This is Making Rounds, your source for information and inspiration about great things happening at the South Central Region of IU Health. Hello, everyone. This is Terry DeMattis, and I'm your host of Making Rounds. And we are very happy today to have a guest that has got a very big job within IU Health with us. On a recent episode, we met Kyle Hornsby, who is a physician in the IU Health System. And we have another guest today named Kyle. His name is Kyle Hardy, and he is the Director of Design and Construction for the South Central Region of IU Health. Kyle, welcome. We're happy to have you here today. Thank you, Terry. Glad to be a part of this episode and looking forward to the conversation we have today. Well, good. Well, we'll go ahead and get started. You have a very big job overseeing the building of the new Regional Academic Health Center. What does that entail exactly? Uh, First and foremost, it is supporting the great staff and assisting in the delivery of the hospital and education facility. It includes communication, first and foremost, management of the total project budget, so construction, design, owner soft cost, medical equipment, includes schedule. We have a substantial completion date and a first patient date expected, and so managing the delivery to those milestones, and then ensuring that we are delivering the scope of work to allow the hospital provide the best service. Wow, that's that's quite a lot you have uh, on your plate. So what kind of education and training or experience do you need to, to get a role like this? Well, I, I think the simple answer is a degree in architecture, some type of engineering, construction project management. Those are the easy answers. For me personally, it's an education in the College of Architecture and Planning from Ball State University. And I think the more difficult answer to that is that there's not a single one experience that allows you to deliver a project of this size. 720,000 square feet of real estate space is a lot to look at from a holistic project perspective. But what you, the experience really is, is the collection of all the experiences that you have. And so for me and my experience is an architecture degree and a healthcare planner with a Indianapolis, which was an Indianapolis-based firm and delivered 14 years of healthcare experience for IU Health as as a consultant. So for the last six months, I've been part of the IU Health team. I made that transition from architect to owner delivery team process, and it's been great. But really, a project of this size is really based about all the little experiences and bring it as a collective whole. Yeah, I know you've, like you said, only been with us for about six months, and and you so you had to really jump in and, and get a fast uh, orientation to everything, IU Health Bloomington, South Central Region, and this project that has been in the planning process for a couple of years already. So I wish we could have gotten you sooner. That would have been great. Uh, it's it's a, I, I am, I'm glad to be on board now. A lot of great work preceded me. I'm just glad to take the baton and run with it. So that's how you got prepared for this job, but what got you interested in the whole architecture construction field in the first place? So growing up, I had the love for the arts. Uh, I love to draw, I love to paint, very much a craftsman. I love to work with my hands. And so you take that experience of just building with Legos, Lincoln Logs, those type of things growing up, and you apply it, you know, take that further, expand it upon it, realize that I love math, there's a sense of history that I have an appreciation for. And so you apply that with the experience that I grew up with my family and that 
Uh, my parents own a real estate company. I grew up in Kokomo, Indiana. And through that kind of those conversations and understanding what they do from a real estate perspective, uh, the ability from a residential perspective of just growing up in Kokomo and saying, wow, if you could take that house and do just a little bit different or excellent and bringing those two ideas together really allowed me and my love for architecture. I love the built environment. I love being able to create things and really architecture was that means for me to do that. Is there a particular style of architecture that, that you really like a lot? Uh, I, I'm very much a clean line architect. So contemporary. Uh, very contemporary. I, I would call it almost from a residential perspective, a California modern type open um, architecture, but I really have the appreciation for all architecture. But uh, if you were to ask me what is my favorite, it would be that contemporary California modern type. But I love the details of the Frank Lloyd Wrights of the past and others, but contemporary is, is probably my preference. And you would see that probably in a lot of furniture and other things that I collect. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, so in addition to your parents' influence on you in your career, your family also holds a distinction that very few can claim. What is that? It is very interesting. I am part of the very first set of quadruplets ever born in the state of Indiana. Quadruplet meaning four. I have a brother and two sisters the same age. We were born in 1981 as part of that experience. And it's an experience that really promotes and probably has been my greatest learning opportunity and up to this point is really to evaluate teamwork. I look at my upbringing with my brother and two sisters and my older sister and, and say that experience growing up, A, teaches me a lot about harmony but also teamwork. And I think collaboration is critical in this profession and in this job of bringing an integrated team together. And I really cherish that experience of, of being a quadruplet. Well, gosh, I what I've read online is it's very rare, one in 700,000 chance, I think. Yeah. So that's great that, that that happened and that you are all healthy and successful now in your adult life. So that's that's very interesting. And as you said, a good uh, segue for you to sort of learn about teamwork and harmony. Absolutely. So as I drive by the construction site, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe. I, I have to think about everything that must be correct, you know, from safety to management to construction talent, everything for this building to be successfully completed on time. How do you keep all that straight? What's what's your secret for project management? Well, I believe the secret is is to instill your teammates the ability to make decisions, to establish a, a series of framework and guardrails for decision making and a metrics to be able to evaluate if you're making progress or right decisions. I personally rely on the RACI model of responsibility, accountability, consulting, and, and being informed. And I believe that, A, we are blessed here in the South Central region with a great group of talented individuals delivering this hospital project for us. And so allowing them to do their best work is exactly that, allowing them to do their best work and providing a communication structure in place that allows them to report back on a weekly basis. It gives them the freedom to be able to move the project forward from a responsibility standpoint. And so that is critical in my role is to trust in that delivery 
and and we have broken the team structure down and and just that that we have individuals looking at quality and safety looking at medical equipment looking at furniture and artwork finishes total project budget and so evaluating where they are at making sure that they're successful and supporting them is really my role do you have a if you had a typical day what might it look like or is there such a thing for you I definitely think there is a typical day. At least there's a cadence to it. For the most part, it's meetings. With each of those swim lanes or responsibilities, there is weekly touching points, and then there's overall total coordination of the entire team. But really, it is a series of one-on-one meetings with each of those, and it's a group, and then bringing them together and making sure that it's an integrated process. I attempt to find a little bit of free time to allow me to do some work, uh, but I find most of that in my travels back and forth from Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. So IU Health has the four uh, values, purpose, team, compassion, and excellence. Is there one in particular that, that resonates with you regarding this project? I think purpose. I think purpose and being able to understand that this project isn't necessarily the metal studs and precast and limestone of the project, but it's really creating an experience. It's an experience right now as we engage staff and clinicians, the administration, and really the design and construction community. That's one experience. The other experience is is understanding that we're delivering an experience that is going to promote a different care and allowing our surgeons, our nurses, our clinician staffs, and our techs to be successful. And so I think those are that's the purpose. The next one is really excellence. It's finding new ways to do something. And I think in this industry, we're constantly looking at new ways to do something. And I challenge my team every, every week to say, what are we doing new? And how can we do it different? And so those two of the values are probably where I find myself most of the time. Okay. You mentioned nurses a couple of the times. And as I remember, I think you've got a few in your family. I do. My wife, Candace, is a nurse. She started her career at Riley Children's Hospital in the emergency department. She has since moved on and she oversees all the nurses for the Carmel Clay School Corporation and works jointly with St. Vincent Hospital in that. Also, my mom was a former surgical nurse manager for a hospital in Kokomo as well. And so I have great appreciation for nursing. It's amazing how many leaders seem to have parents that, or moms in particular, most likely in the field, that seem to have somehow set that direction for them to go in healthcare. And a lot of administrators that I run into have had nurses that were very important in their families. Yeah, I think it's, I think a nurse brings obviously an attention to detail but also a compassion and that bedside manner applies to all different walks of life. And so I think that's what makes a nurse very successful and no matter what they do is because it brings the attention to detail and the level of compassion that really humanity desires. Mm -hmm. So in addition to our values, we also have a promise, IU Health has a promise to our patients to design the very best and most personalized care for them. And you, you spoke a little bit about this in terms of developing a new model of care, but how do you think this facility is going to help us do that? Well, it's a great question. From a built environment perspective, the facility starts to separate 
how we provide care into three distinct areas. What we traditionally think of as inpatient care, what we think of as a typical clinic type space, routine outpatient, I'm here to see my doctor. And the third area is more of an outpatient diagnostics area where healthcare is really starting to, I would say in some ways go, we're uh, less in, inside the hospital and we're more there as a daily visit for an outpatient procedure. And so we're looking, the hospital's laid out kind of, I call it a pinwheel fashion to where uh, the main entrance brings you into the center of the facility. And then there's those three different components also linked to the education facilities support IU. If you look from an inpatient as we, as we transition from an inpatient care to an outpatient care setting, patients generally are in the hospital less. And so we've actually looked at breaking down the facility into, I call them platforms or floors, based off the level of acuity. And so that not all patients are receiving the same care, but it really is receiving specialized care designed for you. So that a patient's not, not every patient in the hospital overnight at 4 or 5 a.m. on rounds is gonna be stuck with a needle. It's being able to separate our patients to where they are at in their care delivery. And so that is how the Regional Academic Health Center is different. Well, it's going to be amazing uh, in a couple of years when we have the opportunity to walk through there and and see how we've delivered on that. Uh, The economic impact of this project is huge, but it's not just big companies that are involved. There's lots of opportunities for smaller organizations as well. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, so our our primary design partners are HOK, Indianapolis-based CSO, is our architects. But from that design team, we have many different uh, design firms and engineering firms a part of that team that was critical in the success of this project and ensuring that everybody, not everybody, but majority of firms have the ability to contribute to this project because it certainly really is regional based. Next, we looked at it from a construction perspective and we have partnered with F.A. Wilhelm out of Indianapolis, but we have requested and they have, they are delivering a, a comprehensive team of Weddell Brothers here locally in Bloomington, Harmon Construction out of North Vernon area, and many other subcontractors on more of the construction management side to manage and deliver this project. There's tons of subcontractors providing the labor force and the detailing to it, but we wanted to bring it to the top, to the construction manager level or administration level and ensuring that we've got a well-balanced staff with many voices and great opportunity in South Central Region with many talented folks. Yeah, and I think too, if someone is still interested, say a a woman-owned business, a minority-owned business, a veteran-owned business, there's still opportunities to get involved as the project progresses and they can just reach out to design and construction. If somebody knows a person that has a business like that, there's certainly opportunities. Absolutely. IU Health, we pride ourselves in, in a diverse workforce and many talented businesses can provide us with that. And we are certainly intrigued and want to learn more about how and services that particular firm or or company can provide us. We do have ongoing projects, although we are almost contracted out on what we see as the Regional Academic Health Center. We have two other projects currently supporting the Regional Academic Health Center that are underway in terms of an administrative office building 
of 100 and some employees that is off-site. Although we have brought on our, our design partners, we have not brought on constructing team yet. The other would be is looking at how we can further improve our EMS from a centralized perspective here in the South Central region, and that is another opportunity that is really just under the works today. So happy to share that more later. Well, it looks like you have some good job security. We've always got going to have some projects going from a design and construction standpoint. So you've spent most of your personal and professional lifetime before getting involved with this project in the northern and more central part of Indiana. Has anything struck you in terms of the environment in South Central Indiana? Uh, South Central Indiana is wonderful. For six months, although I had traveled through uh, the South Central region, I haven't spent time in the South Central region. And I am continued awe of the beauty of the land and the topography, number one much to be valued. There is something to say about the, called the cornfields of northern Indiana, the more flat land and harvest time and those type of things, but I, I don't think it compares to the beauty of South Central Indiana. I think the appreciation for the arts, particularly in Bloomington, is phenomenal. And I think uh, the uniqueness of the limestone identity here in the South Central region really is unique. It's of the land, and, and that is special. It, it's very much a vernacular. I'm, I'm growing up in Kokomo. It's a, a lot of agriculture and a lot of industry, a lot of automotive industry, and a lot of making of hands, but parts that come from someplace else. It's very unique here in South Central that it comes from the land, and, and you see it on the buildings, and it's very much of the character of that, and that's very unique and very special to the South Central region. Yeah, I agree. I had the opportunity recently to tour the facility that is actually cutting the limestone for our building, and I got to see some of the limestone. And so the fact that, you know, that quarry that it came from is just a few miles away, I think that that's an amazing legacy and a real, uh, really shows that we wanted to embrace the history and the pride of our region in this project. Absolutely. So fast forward a few years from now, um, the building's completed. It's time for you to move on to your next project. Uh, from a personal standpoint, what does success look like? I think it's creating an experience. It's, it's beyond the building. I think if, to me, I, I think we have the ability to write a story. And that story isn't necessarily the book. <laughs> it, it's, it's the lives that we are able to touch, whether it's our design consultants, our contractors, the staff here in the hospital, but really it's the experience that we're creating for the region and for this community. I think that in itself will determine if we are successful. And I think we've made many moves towards success in, in how we are delivering this project. And so I think that is the most important part of how I would deem us being successful is that it's an experience that we get to deliver. Personally, the on time and on budget. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brian Shackney likes those words. Uh, and I do too. And I am confident that we have a team in place and the matrix starting to be refined that allows us to be able to, to do that. And so looking forward to a delivery of the campus in July of 2021 and a first patient in November of 2021. Well, that first patient's going to be a very lucky person. I know that. Uh, when you're not working, what do you like to do? I, I love to spend time with my family, my wife, Candace, and 
uh, my three children, Emerson, who is nine, Nora, who is age seven, and Camden, who is age four. Um, I love to coach my oldest son, Emerson, and Nora in baseball and softball and basketball. I love to continue to work with my hands, so woodworking. My wife and I, we love to collect California-type modern antiques and we restore those i am fascinated with stripping <laughs> <laughs> uh, of of the layers that that you find over time it's a fascinating fascinating story to kind of unreal and then to create new and, and kind of rebirth i love to golf when when at time gardening and then really volunteering i very much i would consider myself to have a service heart and whether that's in church and dealing with youth or within the community appreciation for the lost are those that don't necessarily have a father figure uh, really drives me in my service and so those are things that i find myself doing outside of work in the limited time probably in that you have time. we mentioned gardening is is that uh vegetables flowers what do you like we love to garden we love to vegetable garden okay. in fact we're in a transition right now this summer of relocating homes in the indianapolis area and so we're in the process we gave our garden to a wonderful family but we garden and can and and do all those uh, all those things and so vegetable garden is great my wife is phenomenal really at it i support her a lot of times from afar but there's nothing better than looking out at a magnificent well-weeded garden with bountiful fruit and vegetables yeah i agree is there anything uh, that our listeners uh, should know that i haven't asked you about I will say that we have a great team in the South Central region delivering this project. I'm proud to be associated with them in many instances, perhaps not by title, but in, in many areas they're leading this project and I'm supporting and assisting them and blessed to be here and, and being able to do that. Well, Kyle, we're, we're so glad that you are a part of the South Central team and a part of this project and also uh, very happy that you were able to join us uh, today for this podcast. Thank you, Terry. If you have any questions or comments about this episode or ideas for guests or topics for future episodes, email us at makingrounds at iuhealth.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.